0: Hi everyone, welcome back to SEL Convergence. Tom is back again and we have a big crew in our virtual studio tonight. So uh, without any further ado, I'm gonna have Tom start the introductions. Thanks, Mike. Uh, Hi everybody, I'm so happy to have these wonderful folks
1: from Hillendale Elementary School in Unionville-Chadsford School District. I'm so thrilled you're all here. I'm going to ask for our listeners, if you would introduce yourself. Let's start with Trin.
2: Great. Hi, everyone. Uh, My name is Trin, and I am the Autistic Support Teacher at Hillendale, so grades K to 5. I work with a lot of staff and a lot of our students and a lot of collaboration between pretty much everyone in the building. So that's my role there.
1: Thanks, Trin. Christina?
3: Hi, I'm Christina. I am a third grade teacher at Hillendale. Um, I work along with everyone here, but especially Julie. She's my grade partner, who also works with um, in third grade.
1: Thanks, Christina. Lauren.
3: Hi
4: everyone, my name is Lauren and I'm a speech and language pathologist at Hillendale. Um, I primarily support our autistic support classrooms, but I also work with other students throughout the building with other articulation and language needs. Um, I work very closely with Trin, she's we're kind of teammates, but I also collaborate with everybody
5: throughout the whole building.
1: Thanks, Lauren. Julie, you'll go next, please.
5: Hi, I'm Julie. Um, I'm a third grade teacher over at Hillendale and I work with everyone in this Zoom room, um, but especially with Christina. She said earlier, she's on my team. Um, so we teach third grade.
1: Thank you, Julie. And Emily?
5: Hi,
6: I'm Emily. I am the learning one of the learning support teachers at Hillendale and this year it is second and third grade. So this year I'll be working again with Christina and Julie. I'm teaching language arts, learning support, and I am also the instructional support teacher for the entire school, so K to five. So I get to work with all these ladies often, actually.
1: (laughs) Thank you, Emily. Thank you, everybody. So we started the school year last week, week, correct? Yes, correct. What are some things that you want to let our audience know that each of you believes was really essential To begin the school year with last week, and be be as concrete for our listeners as you can. Anybody can jump in.
3: Um, I'll start if you want.
4: Sure. (laughs) So, um, Trent and I. Um, We work in autistic support, as I mentioned, and so as Trin said, we work with a lot of different staff members, so we work with um, kind of managing a lot of adults, along with our caseload of very special learners, and so that's always kind of created some interesting challenges in the past, Um, just navigating people's different personalities and their attitudes coming to work. Some people really loving the work and some people not so much, um, unfortunately. So we felt like it was essential to start the school year with some social emotional focus for the adults. Um, And so through your teaching and modeling um we kind of adapted some of the curriculum that you have um so wonderfully um presented to us for our staff to create it was a training that was supposed to be giving information but as you have always kind of said like we can't learn before we we um we connect and we um, provide that social emotional piece first. And so we kind of, um, we did give some information at the end, but we really focused on trying to build a community within the staff first. And it's a little subset of our staff at Hillendale. But we felt like that was where we really needed to start so that we all felt connected, that we all felt like um, everyone could be heard as far as their concerns and their needs for the year and feel supported. Um, And it was a really, really positive experience. And I feel like that um, spending that time for the staff members will pay us dividends in our instruction for the students. Because I feel like everybody feels so much more part of a team, ready to collaborate, uh, wanting to have a successful year instead of kind of, you know, sometimes staff come back feeling like, oh, you know, here we go, another year, unfortunately. Um, So um, just providing that foundation for us so that we can support our students best is um, something that I felt was, essential for
2: our population.
1: Thank you, Lauren. Trin, any piggyback on that?
2: Yeah, I mean, we pretty much hijacked what you gave (laughs) us from our (laughs) classes, and it was something that Lauren and I had talked about when we did your class back in March, um, about how we would love to do this with our staff members, because there's a lot of different personalities. Some people have been there a very long time, others are brand new, and our classrooms are pretty much a revolving door of people. Um, it just, there's always new staff members and it's something that we're able to utilize over and over again, but tweak it. Um, I have never been more excited to start the school year because of this training we did with our team. Um, not everyone was able to be there, but the, the majority of our team was there and it just felt so good sharing what we have learned to, with our team, because they also need to feel those same things. Um, We did utilize a Mindful Monday last year where we would just meet as a team and share our gratitudes and just things about the weekend to get to know each other better. Um, And going into this year, we wanted to continue it, but then we had to explain why we do these things and why we want to continue with it. So it was just really rewarding to see how excited other people were about what we were showing them. And essentially, it comes back to our students which are the reasons why we're here.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And we have to be in that right mindset to help our students learn and grow. And our, and our students are very different learners, but they're very special learners. So we need yes. others to understand that as well.
1: I love that. So Trin and Lauren, are, are there one or two things, uh, very specifically, one or two things that really went went well with the staff? Can you describe those to our listeners?
4: I'd say the first thing that went fantastically was the full value contract right Trin? like um so that was one of our first activities that we started with just because we kind of wanted to set the stage for um how we were going to interact throughout the rest of the training but also setting the stage for the year and we had such really in-depth conversations about mm. some things that we actually really hadn't had not been able to discuss as a team before, partially just because of the the daily situation that there's just not the time to talk about it with the students around. Um, but it was really nice for everyone to sit down and say, okay, what are our values? What do we, what do we want to do here? What do we feel like is, is the right thing to do for these students? Um, and, Let's all agree to move forward with this and know that we can come back to this if we're having times of um, strife or um, conflict and kind of be able to have this as our guiding principles and our, and our kind of North Star. So that, we just had a really great opening discussion. So that, I would say, was the first highlight. What do you think? What else, Trin?
2: Uh, I, I feel like it was so long ago, but, um, I mean, <laughs> <two weeks ago. laughs> even with like the core values, so like Lauren typed up everything that everyone shared. Um, and we have it posted in both of our classrooms and in the areas that our staff and students would be at most, just in case anyone needs like a little reminder or just something to read over again. Um, something I like that it just Lauren had everyone write down their like, how did we to rock out like kind of song. song what's like your hype song so we started <laughs> all that from Tom <laughs> <laughs> um so we started a playlist of our autistic support team and like our hype songs and um we shared out like the playlist and we're going to continue to add to it throughout the year as like other people think of other songs just to kind of sometimes music is a good getaway yes. and if you put together a list from your peers and your colleagues I mean I love new playlists and new songs and things like that um, so that's something I, I really loved getting out of it.
6: That's well, and Trin,
2: Trin doesn't
4: actually know this part yet, but part of the reason why I did the hype song is because one of the projects that I did in a previous class of yours, Tom, was talking about further ways that we can kind of develop this, you know, staff community building. And so we talked about doing I think I called it like build me up buttercup or something (laughs) but where um, we highlight different staff. And Trin and I had talked about this concept before, but like that we highlight different staff and that the other staff members kind of give um, positive praise, say specific things about that staff member that they, you know, notice that they really appreciate or things like that. Um, and then, so I thought that these songs could also be used for when we're doing that exercise. When it's that person's turn, it's like I described it as like, imagine if you're like a a baseball player. What's the song that's playing as yep. you're going up to bat? Yep. So it can be their song as we're going to to, um, to give them some some positive praise and hype and whatnot. So we'll use those songs later for that as well. So
1: that's a beautiful idea. I love that. So Emily. Being the IST person and hearing your your wonderful friends uh, talk about the autistic support side, how does this resonate for you starting the school year with either uh, both SEL as well as building that community?
6: Sure. So uh, this past week actually was more so checking in on the kiddos and checking in on the teachers to let them know that I'm there for them I'm here for you, kind of updating them as kids move on in each grade. I like to sit down with each teacher and talk about kids and kind of concerns they might have from Mm -hmm. the previous year. Um, So I actually start tomorrow with my learning support kids and my IST kids. So I'm really excited to get back into the swing of things. Um, But more so this past week was really just checking in on the teachers. Um, We have a few teachers that came back after taking a year off um, with the COVID year. So checking in on them, making sure that they're okay. just kind of checking in on ourselves all together. Um, the five of us check in often. Um, and a few of us have other groups going on throughout our school that we check in with too. But just checking in as a whole to make sure everyone's ready to go.
1: So that's fascinating to me. You have some educators who have been with you in the past that felt the need to take, take off last year. Am I correct? Mm-hmm. Because of the virus. Mm-hmm. So Christina and Julie, you work together uh, mm-hmm. every day. Yes. At third grade. Yeah, yep. third grade. From your experience of working so closely together, what are some things you'd love to see happen this school year for the whole staff to, to make that connection and come together?
5: Sure. Um, well, I feel like I think it's been great taking your class with you know the four girls in the, in the room right now, but especially Christina, because we do work so closely together with our students um, in the same grade level. And it's great to be able to go to your classes or um, you know, to bring back what we're learning in the classroom, like in our actual classroom and apply it and kind of see the growth and success with our students and then be able to reflect together um, and kind of see the power of the lesson kind of coming to life and everything. And so I think it's interesting that we're able to kind of bounce ideas off of each other um, as well. We have another third grade teacher that we will bounce ideas off of and we can kind of share what we've learned in class with her. And, um, you know, she gets excited about it as well. And so it's kind of like, we're kind of like spreading the Tom Stecker program <laughs> through, yeah. through Hill and if you will. <clears throat> um,
3: I think of it as like kind of like a ripple effect too. Like um, it's the five of us, but there were um, some teachers in your program before us and then we kind of jumped in. And now I feel like, we're e- even getting more of our coworkers to join your program. I know. Um, off Christina, the top we of have my two head, more,
6: three, I think, starting with Trin and I uh, next yeah. week. Tom, three other coworkers so, coming with I, us. Yeah. I would
3: say it's starting to become. Um, I think we started a trend. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but uh, I think that that's how powerful these classes are. Um, I mean, for me mm-hmm. personally and professionally, I started thinking this would be great tools and strategies to make me a better teacher and mm. um in my classroom but really what I didn't know was going to happen it changed me as a person mm. personally as well um not just in my role as a teacher but in my role as a parent and in my role as a wife and a coworker and a friend and all these different um, roles that I play These strategies help me in my everyday, and I feel like we're just um, sharing those with others in our building, and it's kind of just catching on. And when um, in one of your podcasts I listened to, we they talked about how um, us as educators we have to learn these strategies and go through these motions, and feel all of these emotions before our students Mm. can um, they need to see it from us first. Mm -hmm. So I feel like that's, what's happening. Um, We're all living it live, but then we're kind of um, passing it down to other teachers that we work with.
1: Thank you, Christina. I love that. Not only are you living it, but you're also living it together. And Mm -hmm. this idea of Mm -hmm. connection, this idea of team which you you all certainly are. And I know, as Christina said, it, it's rippling out to others. Can, can anyone or, or, or all of you talk about how important it is to have that sense of team? If I, if I am correct, you have a new principal, yes? Mm-hmm. Yes.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so we have that new piece coming in. Uh, are the children back uh, full-time in person?
5: Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: yes, they are. So that's new. Yes. After last mm-hmm. year. Mm-hmm. And uh, are is everybody wearing a mask?
5: Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. So there's
1: there's some there's some challenge with that. And I don't know if the recent storms affected you. I know they affected mm-hmm. uh, they affected Hank's place and they affected mm-hmm. many mm-hmm. of the the uh, they affected the museum down there, Brandywine. They, they have. So tell me about the importance of coming together, particularly right now. Uh, Christina began to mention how important it is uh, for our own personal growth. But talk talk to me about being that team, please, and how important it is to be that team.
2: I mean, when they say it takes a village, this is a a job and a place and just We need the village. It's not just one person running it alone. I mean, yes, we have a new principal, but the reason why we had a pretty successful first week is because everyone jumped in and helped out and, you know, just stepped up because that's just what we do. It's how we're just kind of geared to make it work because we're just all hands on and hands in whenever Mm -hmm. it's needed.
5: And we're, we're, you know, child centered and we're all focused on doing what's best for every child in every situation and trying to bring the best out of every situation.
4: Something our previous um, principal said often was, you know, he would always ask the question, is it good for kids? And if it's good for kids, then we should do it. And I feel like that's something that as a whole Hillendale has really embraced and that, you know, we do come together as a team if we, if, if there is something that, is felt to be good for kids, then, you know, then we will be that team to support it. But, um, also to kind of go back to what Christina was saying about how important all this has been for us personally, I think, um, you know, of course we're always wanting to be a team and supporting our students, but I think that, um, one of the biggest things like she was saying that was kind of a surprise, maybe that came out of your classes, is how strong of a team we became. Because you know, Trin and I worked together very closely before. And I worked some with Emily and occasionally I might work with Julie or Christina if I had a student in their class, but it wasn't um, it wasn't as like cohesive and it wasn't, I don't know, as um as closely bonded. And that's something that really like you gave to us, the classes, Mm -hmm. the the different things, the way how we dug into um, different topics and getting to know each other on a deeper level, um, that has really just opened up a whole different meaning to team and um, how close we've become. And I think that you know, something like, again, Christina was touching on this before, but something that like, you know, we're expecting students to learn these social emotional skills. And a lot of times I think about it and I think adults don't have this stuff down, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and myself included, like thinking back to like, I worked with all these people and I didn't truly know them. I saw them every day, but I didn't truly really know them. Um, and it took, you know, you kind of, forcing um, prompts on us to like talk and really get to the meat of who we are and, and sharing that for us to truly connect. And so thinking about that and thinking, okay, you know, if, if, if there's a bunch of grownups walking around, not, not truly connecting and not truly, you know, taking the time to get to know one another, how do we expect for kids to do this? And so just Thinking about how we can model that as a team to really impart those skills on these students so that they become a much more connected and caring society moving forward. I think that that's something that like we as a whole have kind of all embraced and, and realized is important to us as we've, as we've grown closer through these courses.
0: Thank you I so was much.
3: thinking, I was thinking that earlier today, um, I was kind of comparing our relationship and spreading this social, emotional strategies to, um, like preschoolers when they have, like, they call it the parallel play. Like mm-hmm. we, mm-hmm. for years I've worked with these lovely individuals, but it wasn't until your courses that I really worked with them and we became that team. When one of us was down, the others are right there to say, "How can we help?" Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that I I thought about that comparison. I don't know why. Maybe because my son's a, a two year old, and I'm just googling everything two year olds do right now. But <laughs> I thought that was I thought that was a um, a great comparison to how I feel. Our relationship has grown on this team and kind of spreading it bigger to our other coworkers.
1: That's wonderful. Thank you, Christina. So, earlier uh, in our podcast tonight, Lauren mentioned the concept of a North Star, and someone else mentioned it's the right thing to do. So, I'd like to hear from each of you. And Emily, I'm going to ask we start with you. What's the North Star this year at Hillendale?
6: Well, that's a good question. Anybody else have one first that they want to go <laughs> while I think about one?
2: <laughs> I mean, our theme for the school year with our within our district is reconnecting. Okay. So, Beautiful.
1: Yeah. Beautiful. And we know again, as all of you know, and many of our listeners know, Brene Brown talks about connection and we are hardwired for connection. And this school year, maybe more than any other in my 49 years of showing up for school, uh, this idea of connection, and as you said, Trin, reconnection may be more important than any other time.
6: I I do have one. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Laura. (laughs) You go on. I was thinking just having compassion and empathy towards what everyone has been through this past year, we all lived it, but every single person lived it differently. And even the kids, some kids they've only ever been to school through this. So really understanding where they're coming from and just taking time to slow down with curriculum and just really showing sympathy and empathy and compassion for kids and staff.
1: It's interesting, Emily, I was talking to, uh, Leaders of a parent teacher association, I guess it was last week, and they were mentioning that that their north stars, they as they kind of linked with their educator friends in this particular school district, were kindness, compassion, and empathy, and and they asked if I could help them with that through this year. And of course, I, I I'm overjoyed to do that. But I that that those are pretty pretty significant north stars. They can take us a long way. I I know somebody else wanted to jump in.
3: I
5: I was going to say, oh, sorry, Lauren. (laughs) I was going to say alongside of what Trin and Emily already said, um, community kind of came to mind where, you know, we're obviously focused on building community and building the relationships in the classroom, but just having the students work with each other to just continue building, building those relationships within the classroom and working on like your classroom family. Um, I know Lauren mentioned earlier the full value contract and like, I like light bulbs one off I was like I cannot believe you did that I I did that as well with my kids which um it was very similar to how Tom did it with us when we were in in class and um you know I teach third grade I was kind of nervous how it would go off but um you know i had them brainstorm by themselves first a list of you know how they want to feel and a good classroom looks like sounds like type of type of activity and then um you know we got in small groups and did the activity and they um came up with four to five big pieces that they wanted to put in our contract um and then just like class we went around kids picked their best one and we kind of went from the top down and I I just typed up word for word what kids were saying. And as they were typing, um, you know, someone said something about safety and then I typed it and then someone said something about proper mask wearing. And I was like, oh, that ah. kind of fits under this bullet point. So I made like a subsection and like it was very like in the moment how it happened. And it came out to just two major topics where it was pretty much kindness and safety. And someone in my class, a third grader, raised her hand and said, I think all of our things can fall under one, um, like one, I, one idea. And I was like, Oh, what do you, what do you think? And I was thinking it was going to be like kindness or something. And she said, I think our classroom should shoot for, um, treat. How did you say it? Treat everyone like family. And beautiful. I like almost cried. I was like, oh, yeah. yes, That's yes. Beautiful. And so, yeah. And that was like on day two. And so from that point on, like the rest of the week, all, All week, like that was like our motto where we were like, oh, like, let's treat each other like family. Are we acting as family? And um, so someone, one of the girls was like, we should make a nice sign and hang it on the door. I'm like, oh, we should. And so that's like our class motto this year. And I was like, that's all because of that activity we did in your class.
1: You just triggered a memory for me, Julie. So (laughs) for every one of the five wonderful women that are here tonight, you know that every time I read one of your projects, I'm thrilled. (laughs) because I I don't know that any of my listeners know this. I never, never could have made it as an elementary teacher. I didn't have the energy, I didn't have the skills. I was purely a secondary person. And now every time I, I hear your projects or listen to your projects or read your projects, you are doing such high level thinking and learning with your students, it blows me away. I'm just always so thrilled. And here's another example, Julie. Thank you so much for that. Yeah, Thank of
4: you. Course. So I was going to say that my North Star, along with what everybody has said, because I agree with all of those things, those are, you know, super important to me, um, but is rediscovering student joy. Um, I just feel like the past year has been so hard yeah. for them and that it hasn't been enjoyable um, yeah. a lot of the time, you know, distance learning, home learning, you know, we tried, yeah. <laughs> everybody tried, yeah. the whole country was trying, but, um, but it, it was not as fun as being together and it was not as fun. Um, And, you know, I, and I just think there's, all, there's also a lot of opinions flying around. Kids are hearing all sorts of different things. And so, you know, sometimes, you know, maybe even just coming back to school with, you know, with the mask or without a mask, there's opinions on different sides, And there's just, I don't know. I just feel like um, there's just so much, these kids are worrying about a global pandemic. My, my six-year-old is, is worried about getting a virus that could kill her. And, um, you know, while that's still very real, a very, you know, real and present part of, um, what we're dealing with this year, I just think that the kids need to have some fun yes. and, um, yes. and that, you know, we need to, to give them some levity and, rediscover that joy and you know again working with my um, special learners and autistic support um, that's something that we've been kind of talking about this year too and that you know a lot of times some of these students have um, behaviors that might impede their learning that are very challenging and so I feel like sometimes we kind of get caught in this um, issue where we're trying to you know, manage the behavior so much, and that we forget to really have fun with those students too, um, and 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 really, you know, figure out what makes them smile and laugh, and just connect with them and find that those joyful moments. So, um, I think for me this year, my theme is just, you know, rediscovering joy.
1: For I love it. I love it. You students. know, you make me think, Lauren. I don't know that joy can happen without relationship and connection. I think think we must have relationship and connection with each other. Another word I wrote down as you were all speaking tonight, we also have to trust. There has to be a level of trust uh, in in that compassion, in that empathy for that joy to be created. And this this is another wonderful opportunity after nine months of a pandemic. And again, as you mentioned, Lauren, something we're still in and yet, we, we can find that joy with each other. Mike, I'm curious, elementary educator yourself, special educator yourself, as you listen to all these wonderful women speak about what's happening in Hillendale, how
0: does this all resonate with you? Um, it's, it, it's wonderful to hear things like this. Because I know um, in recent years, I've been doing a lot of like supplemental learning support So kids have been coming to my classroom a lot and there's multiple grade levels and like kind of my world is my classroom. And that's been changing a little bit for me um, as I've been doing some more inclusive teaching, but going from like knowing what's happening in your classroom and then expanding to what's happening in some of the other classrooms and building more of that school community. And now seeing that what other schools are doing to build community and vulnerability and trust inside their schools with the staff and the students it's really nice to hear that because um, it can be frustrating at times and it can be really difficult so hearing that other people are doing that same work um, is is kind of uplifting to be honest because e- even if you assume other people are doing it it's really nice to hear it sometimes um, especially when things aren't are, aren't always going great when uh, with what you're trying at school Thank you Mike
1: so I, 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 the the conversation tonight, tonight reminds me of something that one of my neuroscience friends shared with me, and and I may have shared it with with all of you at some point in time. But she says emphatically, actually, I asked her at, at a podcast that Mike and I did, gosh, maybe six months ago now, Mike. I, I said, uh, Julia, how would you recommend we start this coming school year? And she she didn't even pause a second she immediately responded. She said, we need to remember that we are feeling brains that think. We are not thinking brains that feel. So for all of our listeners remembering that everything that Trin and Christina and Lauren and Julie and Emily are doing with their friends and colleagues at Hillendale bringing that joy, bringing that compassion, bringing that empathy, that's where we need to bring our attention. So I'm gonna ask each one of us, as we say goodnight and get back to all of our other duties and our children who I imagine might be crying out for us, uh, literally, (laughs) Uh, what's one feeling word that's so important for you, we start the school year with one feeling word And, and anybody can begin grateful. Thank you. Thank you, Trin. Love. Who's next?
3: Connected.
1: Connection. Thank you. Thank you, Julie. Thank you. I
3: would would say community.
1: Community. Thank Mm. you. Thank you.
3: Say mindful.
1: Oh, I love that. Thank you so much.
6: I had said love.
1: Beautiful. There it is. It all funnels into love. It all funnels into love. Mike, thank you again. Trin, Christina, Lauren, Julie, Emily, and all the ripples in Hill <laughs> Thank you so much, everybody. Have a beautiful school year. Thank you so much. Thanks,
3: Tom. Thank oh. you. Guys, Tom. Good night. Bye-bye. Night,
1: everyone. Thanks, Mike. Thanks.
3: Thank Thanks, you. Mike.